0: Success is hard, right? Because you're going to go through failure. And even from 2012 till now, I've had many, many failures. But I've just learned to keep success and failure together. I don't separate them. I look at them as one
1: today. I've learned to keep success and failure together.
2: You, you have to elaborate on that. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're going, we're going, we're going we're deep going this Already. Evening. Yes.
0: <laughs> well, if you look back at your life, and most people that are watching Pull we'll closer this, a little bit. You know, if you, if you look back at your life, Uh, or most people that are watching this, they'll realize that most of their successes came after some of their greatest failures. Mm. If you really study how all of this came about, it was because of a failure. If you didn't have that failure, you wouldn't have the the success that you have today. And if you didn't have the success that you're having today, you wouldn't have the failure that you're going to have tomorrow.
2: If you didn't have the success Golly! that you're having today, you wouldn't have the failure. I
1: thought we'd be at least 30 minutes I in before we, he started.
2: Right, 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 I'm right. sorry. Because I'm already <laughs> having to single out statements. And yeah. right. if you didn't have the success that you're having today, then you wouldn't have the failure that you're ha- So ultimately success and failure are both inevitable.
1: Yeah. And is coming.
0: Think about it. You were in a network marketing company. Yeah. It was the greatest success you had had in business. Yeah. But it turned out to be one of your greatest failures. Mm. but it led to what you're doing today.
2: That is true. (laughs) That's a fact. That is true.
1: I would, I would like, I'm I'm starting to see it. You started in the MLM MLM industry and it seemed like maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago or so, or it started for one, when I saw, when I was 18, I was like, yo, this is amazing. You mean I don't have to build a company. I just sell the product that they have. Oh my gosh. And, um, you know, it was like the greatest thing since sliced bread, right? But it seemed like as time went on, the industry got more and more, um, I don't want to use the word saturated, but more people knew about it. Yeah. You, know, you could explain it one time and they're like, what? Hold on, you mean, I, hold on, three people. That's all I need, right? <laughs> they, they didn't even hear it before, right? right? But then more and people got hip to it. Um, did you ever think like, man, this is going to be over? This industry as a whole at some point?
0: No. No, I never thought that. Yeah, Why not? Because everything is network marketing. And if you understand the premise of it, it's all about building a network. And what we do as business owners, you have to invest quite a bit of money to actually run a business, mm-hmm. right? It takes a lot. Network marketing is a great start for a lot of people that may not have the capital to start a business and actually run the business because that business is already created for them. They may move on three, four, five years later to something else, but it does give them that great start that they need to actually build up capital. More importantly, get the personal self-development that's needed in order for them to go on and be successful
1: at something else. Yeah, that was my start. That was your start. I mean, not start, but in terms of like more money.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was definitely, it was the simplest thing that I believe that I've done to date, but in that moment, it didn't feel so simple Mm -hmm. at all. It didn't feel simple at all. Um, It was the biggest. So at the time that I got started in network marketing, I was on the back end of having lost everything due to, you know, foreclosures and repossessions. And at the time I had I had a job. I was working as a property manager. I was also still juggling my clothing store and I needed something like quick. I needed a quick influx of Mm -hmm. cash. And even though that didn't really happen at first, (laughs) I didn't get a quick influx of cash, but you'd be surprised Mm -hmm. what that $500 a week or a month or whatever will do for the average person. And when I saw that, when my mindset was so focused on, I need to make another six figures, I need to make another six figures or get back to six figures. But that $250 a week, that $500 a week, that every now and then $1,500 or more, it was literally life changing for me in that moment. And that's why I went so hard for the industry and still do. I'm still a huge advocate for it because most people are just one paycheck away Mm -hmm. from the worst experience of their lives. And that was something real that you didn't have to be super smart to do. Mm -hmm. You didn't have to have a whole lot of money to do. And you didn't really have to know a whole lot of people. You just had to be sick and tired of your situation and share whatever it was that you were you were selling. That was that was the key for me, and it it changed my life for sure. Yeah. When I
0: started, the industry was generating about 35 billion a year. Mm. Uh, today, or last year, Good. generated 325 billion the industry of network marketing. Mm. So, when people say, Well, you know, will it ever be over? It's as long as they're people, <laughs> right? Yeah. And they're products and services to be sold. It's, it's always going to be an industry that thrives. It's actually created more new millionaires than any other industry since 1978. But a lot of people are not aware of that because there's so much misconception about the industry uh, that people don't really understand the power behind it.
1: Hopefully we'll clear it up today because it literally saved my life. I mm. mean, just to... One, I never seen black men in ties that aren't going to court.
2: Or church. Or church.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the front of the room and I'm like, they did what? They did what? Yeah. And then I'm thinking, okay, well, if you see a successful person, they have some sort of unique product or service that they created. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm not as creative to come up with a cool brand like that. Yeah. But all the people on the stage had the same exact product, same exact back office, same exact mm-hmm room to do a presentation the same system and i said this is incredible yeah and that's when i stopped like trying to be mr create it all and i said oh let me just go into a system and then use my creativity Mm -hmm. to just get this message out and be coachable like from people like you right Mm -hmm. so do you remember the first your first emotion Mm. from your first company and what did you see
0: yeah, I was uh, 21 years old, um, and I got invited to a hotel meeting. Mm. <laughs> uh, Holiday Inn Select, off 59 and Kirby, right there in Houston, Texas. <laughs> and I'll never forget when I walked in the room, there was a gentleman to my left, and at the time he was, I'd heard a story, he was making 30000 a month. And mm. that was, what, 2004? Mm. So I'm like, wait a minute, that's what people make a year. That's yeah. a good job. For sure. Back then, Right. And this guy's making it per month. So I just just made a decision that this was what I was going to do to win. And it didn't happen for five years. I didn't win in this industry for five years. And I think that's probably why I appreciate it a whole lot more. I've watched people come in to the industry now their first year, two years, three years, make millions. Yeah. But it took me five years to make $80,000 total. So the emotion was one of drive. It was one of determination. It was one of, I was not going to quit. I was going to figure it out one way or another that this was going to happen. But I knew, I knew that network marketing was the way I was going to get it done. Mm. Immediately,
1: mm. I knew it. Was it something logical or is it just emotional? Like, did you see that, was it number? Like, I, I, I want to put myself in a young David's uh, mindset because there are some people out there that maybe they saw it, but they didn't see it. They didn't tie something emotionally. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think it was more so all my bridges were burned. You know, I'd gone to school. That was the way, yep. right, to be successful. And I was there for four years. I went to college for four years, and I graduated as a sophomore. Um, you'll get it on the way
1: home. <laughs> <That's what laughs> just hit uh, right. I, I said, hold on, wait a minute.
0: <laughs> so I had 32 credits after four years of schooling. Mm. So that was, I was a failure. Mm. So when I saw the opportunity, I saw a way out. I saw a way for me to get to the lifestyle that I hadn't even dreamt about. I saw it mm-hmm. through someone through someone else. I saw it through the life of someone else that was making 30 grand a month. Mm-hmm. And I just I just dived into it. I just I saw a way for me to help people get what they wanted. And in return I would get what it is that I wanted. Mm-hmm. And then what I fell in love with was the personal self development. That's the big thing that a lot of people miss out on this industry is that It exposes you to the right people, the right books, the right information that is going to serve you far greater than any amount of money you're going to make. And by the way, you're not going to get to the money without the personal growth anyway. Yeah. So you need that.
2: To this day um, I still credit the network marketing industry for any amount of success that I've achieved at this level, even though we've far succeeded like what I was able to do financially, I still credit it. I can remember giving David so much pushback. So you guys when you see me talk about my very first mentor, like real mentor that just wasn't on the internet, this is who I'm talking about, David, David and Manitia.
1: Oh, not Shanz.
2: Not Shanz. Let's be
1: clear. Let's be clear. Because i mentored you. Okay? Right, right, right. First of off, course you of course. I've had to teach so much of these last course, few Of course, Coach,
2: put me in the game. <laughs> so when you guys see me talk about my first mentor, this is the gentleman that I've always um, talked about. And I remember giving you so much pushback. I was not feeling it. Like I was, you know, at that time I was making a decision. When we first met, I was making the decision about whether I would close my clothing store or take it online. And you said something about a simpler online style of business and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I remember David sent me this success magazine. You were in success magazine. And I was telling my best friend, like, yeah, you know, I know this guy and he's super sharp in business. And he said he could help me with my online business. And I show Bree the success magazine. Bree knew exactly who you were. She's like, that's that David guy. He's made millions in, you know, like from home and online. And at this time it was a a beverage product. And she's like, oh, we're doing it. No, we're not. (laughs) (laughs) We are not doing it because I had always been taught that the network marketing slash MLM industry is a scam. Mm-hmm. This is what I've been taught. Oh, this is a pyramid scheme. Only that person at the top is going to make all the money and they recruit all these other people to come and work under them and mm. blah, blah, blah. So fast forward, uh, I put David and Bree, I'm at work on a three-way call. I put them on the phone, but I'm at work. I have to put my phone in my desk drawer because I'm not allowed to take this phone call, right? Mm-hmm. I'm at work. So David and Bree, you know, do whatever, get started. And David tells Bree, I'll sign you up, but I don't at this level in my career. I don't work with beginners, but I'm mentoring Donnie anyway. So you guys are a package deal. I get back to the phone and Bree is like, we're signed up, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what? So I'm telling David, like, I just don't think this is for me. And you, I don't know if you remember, but you said something so slick to me that I felt so stupid. He's like, so he's like, so you're in a position with your business where you don't really know what you're going to do. You kind of broke, right? Kind of broke, kind of broke, <laughs> sir. Don't disrespect me. like that. Right. He's like, what doesn't make sense is you having to sneak and take phone calls. Like you're a grown person. Then he invites us to Savannah, Georgia. You're having a meeting. I'm ready to rip this plan apart. I'm going to show him the fraud that he is. He's a scam. <laughs> And everything that Dave, so you go like my first time seeing you in person We're I don't remember the hotel, but we're in Savannah, Georgia, me and Bree drive down and I'm sitting in the back of the room and David's is standing in the back of the room waiting to be introduced. These guys next to me are like freaking out. They are losing <laughs> their minds. They're like all hell King David and all this stuff. And I'm like. I told you, I'm telling Bri, I told you this was a scam. This doesn't even feel he's a right. cult leader. <laughs> so he goes up to the front of the room and he's got his whiteboard like you do, your, your flip chart, and he's talking. And everything he's saying, I'm writing everything down. You know how I take mm. notes. I'm writing everything down. I'm like, yep, the scam is, oh, the scam is not there. Okay, I'm going to keep listening, right? I'm still writing. I'm like, okay, well, this, everything you said just made so much sense. Number one, it was literal sense, but it was also biblical sense. And you couldn't refute it. And it was there that I realized, it was in that moment that I realized, most people are just so close-minded. And I have an opportunity. I can keep listening to the people who are going to try to convince me that this is not a good industry to be in. And I could live their life based on their decisions. Or I can see the level of success that I want to be and have somebody real that I can touch and talk to and get on the phone, let me try something different. I went all in that day.
0: But look at what you guys do, though. It's the same thing. How many people have a podcast? A
2: lot. Yeah, a lot.
0: How many people are successful at it?
2: Mm. Eh. Far less. Far less.
1: So
0: what if someone came and said, podcast is Yeah. Because so many people have tried it doing it and they're not having the level of success. That's why people said that about network marketing. Well, I tried that and it didn't work for me. So it's got to be a scam. Yeah. Or the one that you said was a really good one. Only the people at the top. Yeah. most money. You know what I tell people when they tell me that I say, you're right only the people at the
1: top <laughs> make the most money. Right, right.
0: But before you get all bent out of shape about that, I want you to introduce me to the industry where all the people at the bottom make the most money. Mm. Show me that industry and then let's talk. Oh, it doesn't exist. Oh, okay. <laughs> so why don't we help you get to the top?
1: I am, I am so excited about this conversation because um, I felt like, I've watched a small portion, the tail end of your journey, because you've been successful for a long time. And um, I was a part of a company called Paycation. And that's when I, I guess, like, met you. Right. And you are a leader of the most successful organization in this company. And it was a multi-level marketing company. It was all around travel. Actually, that's how I met Donnie. And uh, Donnie Wiggins, she was a part of your organization, Mm -hmm. Um, uh, my mentor, Jonathan Green, Spencer Iverson, Mark Sterling, all these people, they're a part of your team. And I just saw you lead tens of thousands of people. And I remember us being, it was like a celebration. Like we have 20,000 agents in Paycation. Anybody remember Paycation? Anybody ever was a part of that company? It's like a travel company Mm -hmm. where you make money by introducing travel benefits. 20,000 people. And that was huge for the industry, right? And I saw a post on Facebook where you have 80,000 people who have joined your company. I'm trying to get to 10,000 people in my morning meetup
3: group. So I need some help. So Mr. Donald Bradley, give him a round of applause. Thank you, thank How you me. feeling, brother? Amazing. 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 Thank you for the invite today. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I respect for what you have accomplished as well. That's why I'm here.
1: Man, yeah. I want to, I want to know, again, Eighty thousand plus agents can you explain to someone what that means when i say that they don't understand what does that mean Eighty thousand.
3: uh just uh creating a movement just like you're doing here um it's a process that uh actually i started 18 years ago Mm -hmm. so that's the part i think that most people uh miss and i know i've I've seen lots of your journey and your success Mm -hmm. and it didn't start in this uh, beautiful amazing studio right Mm -hmm. So just a uh, just a process. 18 years ago, David, I started in network marketing in 2005, and didn't understand it. Matter of fact, had a law that I would never do network marketing, mm. right? Because Why? Of, You know, you hear all the um, you know the pyramid, the scheme, and you know we typically uh, it's misconceived. And quite honestly, when I joined it, I didn't know I was joining network marketing. I joined. I thought I was joining the travel industry uh, back in 2005, and Got involved in it and became educated, mm-hmm. and fell in love with you know uh, residual income. Yeah. yeah, love always loved travel, but once I got involved, um, I fell in love with the idea of making residual income and helping other people do the same thing.
1: Yeah. So Planet Marketing, mm-hmm. um, tell me about the program.
3: Okay, uh, seven years ago, October two thousand and fifteen, I decided if I was going to stay in the industry, I needed to create my own. So I could control the destiny of the people that was following me. Mm-hmm. I was blessed to have a, a following, develop a following over the years. And uh, as you and I both know, the only way to really be able to control the uh, destiny of the people who are following you is to create the, create your own. Yeah. Right? Was fortunate to be, you know, at the top of some of the other companies. But if I was going to stay in the industry, um, I had a vision of my own. And and seven years ago, I decided to, you know, start Planet Marketing, and I did. Um,
1: so how, so what are, what are the benefits of the company and why do people get started?
3: Two things. There's only two reasons why people would join uh, Planet Marketing is to supplement their income and supplement their lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, in the largest, most attractive industry in the world, which happens to be travel. Mm-hmm. So my company, Planet Marketing, we show people how to build teams and earn long-term sustainable residual income. I partner with a 30-year-old reputable travel company mm-hmm. by the name of IntelliTravel that shows people how to book travel for people. Anywhere around the world, online and offline, and, and make commissions off of it. So those two companies together, we went into an exclusive agreement. So um, we have a marketing company that sells travel agencies, and we're partnered with a travel company that sells travel all around the world.
1: I love it. So with with these, um, the people that are in that are uh, agents in the company, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, how much? First off, how much is it to? To have a membership or be a part of it, how much is it?
3: To join both companies combined yeah. is $200 one-time investment, $60 a month, $2 a day.
1: $60 a month. Do you have
3: 80,000 people paying $60 a month? Yes. I mean, to, to, to join the yes, company. To yes, to, <laughs> to, to, I'm sorry, to
1: but my curiosity is not going to let me uh, let this go. Okay, just give me one second. Okay?
3: <laughs> But um, but yes, God we have Lee, um, we have people we have people that are uh, joining our company and paying sixty dollars a month for benefit to be involved in the largest industry in the world, not as consumers but as merchants, businessmen, and businesswomen, and, and, and into the world of entrepreneurship. Eighty two thousand entrepreneurs out of all
1: the things they could do as an entrepreneur, right? Mm-hmm. Why? How did you attract this many people? to what you're doing and all the things
3: somebody could do. Well, um, people uh, recognize the need to have multiple streams of income, Mm -hmm. Uh, especially it's been highlighted during the pandemic that you can't rely on one single stream of income Mm -hmm. uh, because things change. Society is uh, rapidly changing and the way that our parents and grandparents, David, made money uh, is um, becoming outdated. So 99% of those individuals work this part-time mm-hmm. while they're still educators, while they're still, you know, lawyers, while they're still, um, you know, engineers, yeah. you know, there are very few businesses that you can have when you're still, you know, when you are practicing law or you're an engineer for a corporation or you're a VP of a company, uh, here, you know, with all the technology that we employ cause everything's digital uh, people are able to supplement their income, supplement their lifestyle while still um, focusing on their full-time career. Gotcha. That's one of the keys.
0: At the age of 18, I got introduced to my first network marketing company. And I remember trying to go and sign up and they said I needed a bank account. I didn't have a bank account. Ooh. So I went to Bank of America to try to open up an account <laughs> and uh, they told me I already have an account with them. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Someone had, I won't say any names, but someone had created a bank account and ran up the credit. So I couldn't open up a bank account.
1: What's your mama? (laughs) First
0: guess. (laughs) got (laughs) to be. I'm just going, I love my mom my dad. So I, you know, but hey, that's what happened. And uh, so I I was like, well, I can't do it. Mm -hmm. Three years later is when it got reintroduced to me again. I was like, oh, I remember this. And that's when I got involved.
1: Oh, so you had an idea. Somebody introduced it to you. Because you didn't have a bank account, you just gave up. You just gave up.
0: Yeah, that was it. Yeah, I was. A, I think I was maybe a freshman in college, and I, I pledged a paternity, and that was it. That was that was my life after that. Dang, that's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. I know
1: you see that a lot, though. I mean, yours was you know a bank account issue, but there's always some reason. Right. But right. well, I was talking to somebody about, it, um, you know, they have this business idea, they want to build it, and I'm saying, yo, you should invest in yourself. Mm-hmm. And his reply was, no lie, I can't make this up. He said, well... What if my mom gets in a car accident and I got to pay for her hospital bills? I, and I'm being, I'm being sensitive, like, oh, did that happen? He said, right. no, but I'm saying, what would I do? I'm like, what?
0: Yeah. I think, I think a from? lot of people uh, look for reasons why they can't do something mm. versus looking for the reasons why they can't. And that all goes back to programming. Mm. He only said that because he's been programmed to think a certain way. And in the book, The Science of Getting Rich, it says you do things in a certain way, you'll get rich. But also, if you do things in a certain way, that may keep you in that in that broke zone as well. Mm. So I think that's probably why.
1: What were some of the so when it came back around three years later, did you see some like some social proof, like some people that were winning from when you first started three years ago? And he was like, "Oh, well, maybe I need to do it."
0: What yeah. Was? Well, the first thing was I was hungry, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I did I really didn't even need to see anybody else winning. I, I wanted it <laughs> for right, myself. Right. But when, yes, when I did go to the meeting, I remember seeing a, a young man. He was probably around in his early thirties at that time, mm-hmm. uh, mid thirties at that time, and he was making about thirty grand a month.
1: Mm-hmm. And I was
0: like, "Whoa, you know, that's what people make a year. Right, He's right. making that per month." I'm like, "Okay." So that kind of gave me some evidence that okay, this this could work.
1: Got gotcha. you. So yeah. you first get started. Do, what, what was the company you mind sharing? Uh,
0: Prepaid Legal. Yes, yeah, Prepaid Legal. It's Those now Legal days. Shield. Great right, company. Right. I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for them. So, right. but uh, yeah, I was in that company for two years. I hit the level of executive director. Mm-hmm. Uh, my best month was five thousand dollars, and I'm you know twenty one, twenty two years yeah. old when this happened. So, really excited at that time and. Um but total in the two years that I was in that company, I probably only made about 30, 32,
1: dollars Really? Yeah. Even hitting the top of the company.
0: Well, executive director, that right. that was the top. But no, okay. it really, it
1: really wasn't the top. Right. Really, <laughs> right. That was like the first level everybody wanted to get right, to. Right, right, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually, and I was telling you a second ago, I was talking to one of my mentors, Jonathan Green. Um, really when I got started, that was the person I looked at in right. terms of personal development, mm-hmm. just just really raising me in business. And I was telling him, you know, I was interviewing you. He said, man, I remember he came to my house or y'all linked up Mm -hmm. and he said, yo, what do I have to do to make a hundred thousand dollars? So he's showing you how you can make a hundred thousand dollars a month. Right. Mm -hmm. And then he said, he came to you a few years later and he was asking you, okay, I need you to teach me how to make a hundred thousand dollars a month. So he tried to teach you how to make a hundred thousand a year. Mm -hmm. You got to teach him how to make a hundred thousand a month. Right. So
0: the Bible says that, right? The first mm -hmm. shall be last and the last shall be first. So. Really? I, I, You know, I, I've seen that quite a bit happen in, in several different industries. And, you know, he was one of those inspirations along mm-hmm. with a lot of other people that inspired mm-hmm. me to go out and be successful.
1: Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So you left Free Bay Legal mm-hmm. and then you got started in another company, right? Yep.
0: Got started in an energy drink company. Really? Uh, yep. They said this was going to be the next Gatorade, the next uh, Monster, mm-hmm. the next 5-Hour uh, Energy. So... Got involved in that, and 30 days later, people started to get sick off of the energy drink. What? Yeah. So I said, no, we can't do that any <laughs> longer. And then I swore I would never do network marketing again. Really? Did you oh, go to I like traditional dead. job? Uh, no, because I had been out of work for almost two and a half years, <laughs> so no one, no one would hire me. <laughs> right. Right. So I started teaching tennis with my dad. So I would wake up six, wow. seven o'clock in the morning, teach tennis with him till about 12, because in Houston it gets really, really hot. Ooh. And and then I'll be home and I was just literally a bum, literally for like six months. And a guy called me about another network marketing company and this one had to do with travel. Mm -hmm. And he's like, David, this is gonna be big. It's gonna be huge. Everybody travels. I said, no, everybody doesn't travel (laughs) because I don't travel. Right, right. You're a part of everybody. Right, right. I'm part of everybody, right? But he hounded me for six months and finally he he got to sit down with me and I, I said yes, and I was back into network marketing again. This was a travel company. Did you make money? Uh, I did okay. Uh, 2008, my 1099 that year was $45,000. Uh, well, step up. Hey, it's much, much. that was the best I had done after four years in network marketing. Right. Yeah. And how long were you in the travel company? I was in that company for two years and three months. And then? And then. Why'd you leave? Uh, well, the company got hit with a lawsuit mm. in, I think it was August or September. Was this YTB? YTB. YTB. Oh, wow. travel. There you go. And I didn't leave after that. I was like, we're going to fight it. We're going to make it happen. It mm. doesn't matter. We're going after Expedia. We're going <laughs> all the content. <nonsense>, right? <laughs> right, right. And uh, what it made, it was so challenging because people would come to a meeting, they would get involved, they would go home, hit Google. And the first thing they saw, For sure. YTV scam yeah. lawsuit, and they were quit the next day. So mm. it made it really difficult. I probably stayed about another six months, mm. six or seven months after the lawsuit. Right. Um, but uh, no, it just it was it was just real difficult. That company is not denying business now. Right, right. It's another company now. Right. Um, but after that, I got my big break in the coffee business.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I always had because I, I signed up. Because Only because Green said, yo, this is what we're doing. I'm like, all right, cool. No problem. I ain't making no money. But, like, for one, the ticket was so expensive, and I'm like, the yeah. coffee, I mean, the coffee's okay, right? But I still see, here's the crazy thing. I still see that Green, he still drinks the coffee, and I, you got a pack, too. I'm like, okay, I see why y'all made money. Y'all really right. believed in it. Right. But how was, how was this happening, you know? Because it was like $1,000 to sign what up. It? No, it was 1388
0: 1388 it was. Yep. it was almost $1,400. You know with, with with belief man you can do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, and we had a lot of belief in the product, we had a lot of belief in the compensation plan, we had a lot of belief in the leadership that we were following and it was new. You know, mm-hmm. it had never been done before. Mm-hmm. And I think Starbucks made it easy though because Starbucks was selling coffee for 4 dollars a cup. Right. So we tell people, "Hey, $1 a dollar cup, dollar fifty cup." You know, it made it made sense and then the health sure. component to it. Mm-hmm. You know, look at me. I'm about to I'm about to sign you back <laughs> up.
1: Right?
0: <laughs> And I'm not even in that right, company. Right, right. Get to right. the Ganoderma. I, ain't but, it. Yeah, the of derma, <laughs> I remember. It. <laughs> yeah, it brings you back into homeostasis. Right, all right, right. And stuff, right. If you need to lose weight, you got the coffee. You need to gain weight, mm-hmm. the coffee did that too.
1: Really? <laughs> did everything. You wanted. Okay, I had to guess. So that's crazy. You just told it to me. But so, how long were you in that company?
0: Now that was a long run. I was in that company almost eight
1: years. Really?
0: Yeah. yeah what type of success did you? 2009, my first year, I made 126,000. Wow. My first year. I never made, I didn't make six figures combined in four and a half years in network marketing. My first six months in that company.
1: So what happened between $45,000? i am talking about you're getting hit with, obviously you were in prepaid legal for a little while. (laughs) Then another company is getting people sick. Another company. (laughs) Lawsuit. Lawsuit. What made you say, yo, I'm going to do it again? I almost gave up. I almost mm-hmm. almost
0: gave up on network marketing. I was done, and I can't tell you what this gentleman told me because it's a little it's a little crass. Mm-hmm. But what he told me really made me think. Okay, I'm going to keep going for it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep going for it, and I, and I did. And I got a phone call from a gentleman that went on to be a mentor of mine. Give me and, an edited
1: version of what he said. I want
0: to know what he <laughs> said. Like, uh, okay, he said he said um, <laughs> he said he said. Do you, have you have you ever been in, in a relationship? <laughs> <laughs>
1: promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now. Don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights. Take your brand to new heights. Take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer. Okay? I'll see you at the Summit. and Don't forget to use promo code Big
0: deal. Have you ever been in a relationship with a girl? I said, yeah. He said, did you guys break up? I said, he said, yeah. He said, so did you decide now that you were not going to talk to girls any longer? Uh, <laughs> I was like, no, I said, no, <laughs> I said, I'll just find another girl. Right, right, right? for sure. And uh, that, was, that was what he okay, said. Okay, gotcha, so gotcha, he's, gotcha, He said in different languages. Right, for but, sure. But that's the basis of what he said. So gotcha. got the phone call, and I got a phone call from that gentleman about six months earlier, but my answer was mm-hmm. no, I was going to stick it out in my TV, and mm-hmm. people do that a lot of times, stick it out. Right. But now I was ready, got involved, and everything changed, because now my environment was different. Yeah. I tell people all the time, if you're going to change... Uh, it has to start with your environment because you are a product of your environment. Mm. And my environment changed and 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 the information that I was listening to, that increased. Right, mm. So I got exposed to The Secret, actually, in 2008. Really? Yeah. And that's what it really started the, the ball rolling. Because gotcha. now, because for a long time, I was so focused on the work, 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 work. Yeah. You know, how to prospect, how to present, you know, and you need those things, the mm-hmm. skills, right? But it was the mindset shift that changed for me. When I did that, when I learned that aspect of success, it was over.
1: So break that down because the, the secret is like, you know, you, you speak it, you got to see it, manifest it, your mm-hmm. goals. Mm-hmm. But I think some people take it left to where that's all you got to do. Right. What is that balance?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's faith without works is dead, right. right? So you have to have the faith. But that real faith, that real belief is backed up by action. So if a person is just doing personal self-development and they know all the quotes, they know what to say, how to say it, but there's no action behind it, that's really not belief. That's just regurgitating mm. information.
1: <laughs> so your belief, your belief is dictated by what you do, not oh yeah. what you say or even what you see in your yeah, vision. You
0: can, you, can, you can put the pictures up, you can speak it till you're blue in the face. If it's not backed up by work, then no, it's not belief. Mm. You're just going through the motion.
1: So with that first year, you made 145000 thousand. One hundred twenty-six. $126,000. But it, what was the difference in your activity between the $45,000? <laughs> no difference. No difference. Yeah,
0: I'd always been working hard the four and a half years. So was the prospect I was prospecting five, 10, 15, 20 people a day. I was presenting every single day. I was at every meeting. I was at every event. So my activity didn't change. It was my belief that changed. It was the environment that changed. It was the people that I was around that changed. Because now I was around someone who had made millions of dollars Mm. in network marketing.
1: So are you saying you can do the same activity in a different environment?
0: Yes. Absolutely. The same seed planted in a different soil. right. If it's good soil, if it's a good environment for that seed, it's going to grow. But that same seed, if you plant it on the ground, it's not going to grow. Even though the seed Mm. contains all that power, it contains all that success all in it it still needs the right environment
1: speaking of maturity um i was in that other company Mm -hmm. and i just heard the story of like how you decided to just like leave and i would imagine it was some immaturity on the part of the people that were leading you at the time and it was like yo you just got sick of it pretty much like I, i i don't remember exactly what happened but I would imagine there was something that you didn't like something about how the company was being run. And in that scenario, did you identify like they're too mature in business or was it something else?
3: No, no, no. Um, and, and let's let's be clear. These individuals, they owned the company. They weren't leading me. And I'm just saying that, (laughs) you know, fair, fair to say explain the difference though. Um, just uh, I came into a company with my expertise and I was able to um, take the company from a few hundred people to, as you mentioned, well over, you know, 20 some thousand people. Um, so they brought a leader in to help, you know, build a company. Mm-hmm. Right. They owned the company, uh, which is important to note that when someone owns a company, they have the right to run it the way they want to. And because they owned the company and I didn't. I opted if i didn't agree with the way the company was being run, I had to leave mm-hmm. just that simple gotcha just like if somebody on your doesn't like the way you do things here one option <laughs> right right. <laughs> right it's not it's not yeah. it wasn't personal again. it was just you know if you don't like the way something is running and you don't own it you you have one option and i i, I opt I, I chose that option
1: did you see a change in the owners of the company because I, I and I'm just I'm just playing a scenario in my head where okay I got a couple hundred people in my company and you come in and it runs to over 20,000 meaning the company is a lot more profitable they're making more money um, did you see a difference in how they talked to you or approach you when you first got started oh, when absolutely. Had a couple hundred?
3: <laughs> absolutely absolutely the 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 need um, you know wasn't there anymore you know, I, I actually the company, we took it up to thousand.
1: Thirty-six thousand. Yes.
3: And, you know, uh, companies naturally want to increase their profitability. Right. Um, so people have a natural tendency to uh, want to maximize their pleasure, minimize their pain. Mm-hmm. So at that point, it's thirty six thousand people. You know, uh, the owners had, had a right to you know, see how they could make it more profitable. And I felt like it was at the expense of the leaders who had created that success.
1: Mm. Did you say something? Did you say? No, you <laughs> yeah, do. Absolutely.
3: Because ultimately if the people are not happy, it's going to fall. Yeah. And that's what happened.
1: Let me ask you the last question on that. Do we get back to the, the criteria that you use when you left? How much were you making from the company? About $90,000 a month. When you left hard to leave. No, no,
3: no, actually, if, if, you, if you know the story, I was terminated. Were you? Yeah, absolutely.
1: Dang, to go from 90,000 a month to nothing.
3: Zero. To go from 36,000 people down to no people. Overnight. Yeah.
1: You know what's cool, though? Um, and I'm sure you probably agree that if they had, if, um, if, if you had been pleased with the way things are going, you'd probably be a fraction of the successful you are today. We will never know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> right?
1: Yeah. I kind of know. Only because here, here's, there are a lot of entrepreneurs where I look at my own life. Mm-hmm. Every next, I, I can attribute every success in where I am now to something that happened I was unfavorable.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and the, reason, the only reason I say you'll never know is because, they, we, 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 timing and positioning is everything. And the timing and position that we had, mm. right, with some of the top minds, not mm. only in the industry, but you know, the people that you mentioned that you're good friends with and I know that are honorable um, businessmen and women, we all were coming together. At the same time, now we're all, you know, you're over there, this one's over there. I see. So, the movement was stopped. So, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Individuals win games, teams win championships. We had a world-class team yeah. and everything, all the stars were lining up. Man. So, we'll never know. Donnie, as you, you know, just, there's a, a, a group of champions that were assembled. Yeah. So, that's why I say we'll never know. Gotcha. So
1: how do you get past that? The um, I don't know if it's the insecurities, mm-hmm. but getting past what people think, especially going from company to company, because somebody's been in network marketing for a while and they might be thinking about sign up to your company. But they're thinking about all the people that have watched them jump from company to company. Yeah. How did it get over that? the
0: the company doesn't matter because there are people in every company that is succeeding. And there are people in every company that are not succeeding. Mm. So it's not what company you're in. It's not what industry you're in. It's who you are. Mm. It's who you are. And there's, there's really a three-step process here. You have awareness. This is what we teach people. You have to be aware of the power that's on the inside of you. There is, there is, there is so much power that's on the inside of the human spirit. It's almost godlike, if not godlike. It says that we are gods. Now, you're not big G-O-D, right? But you're little G-O-D. You are a portion of who God is. So the way that he creates is the same way you can create. The way he sees things is the way you can see things. How does he see things? He sees things, what? From the end. He can see the beginning and the end. So you can too. Yes, I see my situation right now, but I could also create the end with my eyes. Not my physical eyes, but with my God-like eyes. The ones that can see anything. I can close my eyes right now, I can see my home. I can close my eyes right now, I can see Dubai. But with my eyes open, I can see you, I can see that chair. It's very limited. But with my other eyes, I can create the life that I want. So I've got to become aware of this power. It's as great as he that's in me than he that's in the world. So whatever challenges I'm facing in the world, there is something on the inside of me that's far greater than that. That's number one. Then, once I'm aware of this power, now I've got to
1: Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to The Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR wherever you get podcasts. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof.
0: I have to acknowledge it and acknowledge knowledge. Now I've got to gain the knowledge of what this power is all about studying science of getting rich stranger secret thinking grow rich magic of believing uh going to the seminars now i'm gaining the knowledge and that's forever were you always a reader uh no
1: really?
0: uh, still not honestly uh, leaders are readers i get it i do audiobooks <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> i do audiobooks right, right, right. so i don't read it but i'll listen to it and when i listen to it i don't listen to it one time Ooh. i don't listen to it five times i don't listen to it ten times i don't listen to it a hundred times thousands Like Mm. I went through years where every single moment of the day, personal self-development was played in my ear. I had an iPod. This is when the iPod was right? So I had my iPod and I had my phone. I had headphones going in one year for my iPod, personal self-development, and I could be on the phone with you. Headphones. Really? And I had personal self-development playing and I was talking to you. The only time I did not have personal self-development playing was if I was doing a conference call or if I was doing a meeting. Other than that, While I was sleeping, personal development was playing. I was just out and about prospecting, personal development was playing. I was on the phone, just a regular phone call, personal development 24-7 because I had to change the programming in my mind.
1: So it's not necessarily, because I I listen to uh, personal development and my mind wanders, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not 100% about like paying attention and being locked in.
0: All the time. See, your mind is going to pick up on different things. At different times that
1: I can't even pick up on.
0: Huh? Yeah, and you're gonna you're gonna grow, right? So something you may listen to "Thinking Grow Rich" right now, and then two years from now, listen to it again, and you're gonna hear something completely different. Life experiences. So I had a chance to go to Guatemala with John C. Maxwell, and he was it was a round round table, and he was talking about success stabilizers, and he said that you always you're always gonna need the opposite of everything, and if you don't have it. And it's going to cost you big time. Mm. And he talked about, you have a lot of money, but no generosity it's going to hurt you. If you have a lot of power, but no accountability, it's going to hurt you. So you have to put power and accountability together. Mm. You have to put money and generosity together. Mm-hmm. He said, David, you have to learn how to put success and failure together. Now, when he said that, my mind immediately went to, it's a coin. If I gave you a coin today, and both sides were heads, you would automatically know it was a counterfeit.
1: Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. I gave you a
0: coin today and both sides were tails, you would automatically know it was what? A counterfeit. counterfeit. But if I give you a coin that had one side heads, one side tails, you would say, okay, this is a real coin. Mm-hmm. And that's what success is. That's what life is. It is heads and it's tails. And what you have to do is keep flipping the coin. Mm-hmm. So even though he said that to me, I immediately internalized it and said, okay, how do I teach this to make this more make it much simpler for someone else to understand it. So when I'm learning, I'm not just learning to learn. Mm -hmm. I'm also learning to teach.
1: Mm.
2: Which leads me to one of the biggest takeaways that I've received from you over the years. One of the first big lessons, major lessons that you taught me was you help enough people get what they want. Mm -hmm. You will eventually get what you want. And the success that you've been able to establish, even us, when you think about it, like, it went to a different level when we began to serve more people. Mm. We've been able to help more and more and more people realize their dreams. And that's what you're doing in your company right now. You're helping more and more and more people free themselves and discover their own wins. Mm -hmm. And when that happens, you went at a bigger level. Absolutely. Yes, for sure.
1: The last time we had a conversation, you were uh, a part of a company and you're like the most successful like network in the world or something Whatever. like that. Yeah, we'll it was fight. something like that. Just killing it. And what I've seen through the years, and I'm not like super in the industry, but like that most people have these waves of like this company. Some something always happens at the top, yeah. and you know, kind of maybe they push the good people out. Um, I would like to know what happened if you didn't, <laughs> if you don't mind. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's good.
1: So
0: I, um, my first big run was uh, a coffee company. Mm-hmm. 2009, I'd never had success in the industry, and I found a mentor. And it was like, it was everything. Like, if the man said, jump, it was how high? Mm-hmm. Extremely teachable and coachable. And I think what happened was I, I started off as this cub. And five, six, seven years later, I'm a full-grown lion. But the style of leadership was one lion and a pride. So if you are a lion, time for you to go. Mm. Like we, we can't. There can't be two full-grown lions here or three or four. It's not going to happen. So I knew my season was up because in order for me to go where it is that I needed to go, I needed to have the freedom, yeah, to become all that I could be. Now I've learned from that, so now the individuals, the leaders, the the men, the women that I do lead, that do become full grown lions and lioness. I don't try and hold them, hold them down. I don't try. I want them to express themselves and be as great, be greater than I've ever done in this industry. And they're doing that today. That's what's so amazing about it. Mm-hmm. So I joined another
1: company. Um, well, what was that? I'm sorry, for what, what did that feel like for you internally to be in this culture where you're you're growing, not just financially, but you're growing as a person. You got these life experiences, um, you know, with this mentor. And then it's time to go on your own. Like yeah. any doubts, oh, any. It was
0: tough. <laughs> I had six months of chest pains, yeah. six months of waking up completely drenched. And sweat. Oh wow. Because the the mindset, and we have to be very careful as leaders because motivation and manipulation are they're right there.
2: Mm. They're right next we were just talking about this Man. earlier.
0: Man. Motivation, inspiration is so important. It's me motivating you for your own benefit. Manipulation is me motivating you, but for my own benefit. And if you benefit, great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's really for mine. So the mindset that we were taught and this is, this is not speaking bad, it's just what it was yeah. it was, you're successful because you're in the system." <laughs> so, so in our minds, we're like, okay, the only reason why we're winning is because we're with this guy. Mm-hmm. And if we ever leave this guy, then it could never happen. Yeah. So it was I guess it was a defense mechanism for him. I guess it was a way to keep people. And because if you believe that you couldn't win without me, then you would never leave. Too bad. Wow. Too bad. My parents both were pastors and they taught me that all success comes from God. Doesn't come from man. Mm. So eventually the Holy Spirit told me, said David, it wasn't him, it wasn't you. It was me. Mm. And if you trust me, me, not man, I'll do it even bigger, better. And faster and that's when i got the release wow. to move on and uh, i made about eight million in that company in seven years and the next company i went to my second full year in that company i made all of that in one year <laughs> so he was right he said he was he'd right bigger <laughs> <better> <laughs> and faster. faster
1: how did you decide that that was the company you're going to leave your home for
0: um i didn't leave for the company I, I left because that there was, there was not an environment that I could stay in any longer. Mm-hmm. One of the things I've taught people is that never stay in an environment where you're tolerated. Mm-hmm. Only stay in an environment where you're celebrated. If you are around people that do not want to see you succeed at a very, very high level, you've got to get away from people like that as quickly as possible, no matter who they are, because it's going to hold you back. So that's why I left. After I left... Then the opportunity showed up.
1: Oh, so you made the move first. Ah, Got and you were in it. limbo. I was, yeah. I was. I was.
0: I was kind of like, you know, what am I, I going to do? Because I love network marketing. I was kind of kind of strike out on my own and go through the personal development route. But I've always liked the, having a vehicle that I could give people to utilize the principles that I was teaching them. So I could teach you faith. You can go to church and they get faith. But they go back to work. Yeah. So there's mm. no way to use it. because you don't need faith that's your job you know you're going to get that check or at least you know you better get that check right right? so i always wanted to have a vehicle like say okay if you use these principles i'm teaching you here's a vehicle you can use to actually actualize the faith and the beliefs that i'm actually teaching you so when that opportunity came about it was really on happenstance and it had to do with trading and investing and i knew more about stocks than forex or crypto or anything like that That but it was one part of the presentation where I said, Man, people can win, and that's always been my driving force. Once I believe people can succeed at it, I'm all for it. And uh, we went on in five years a little over five years in that company, made 50 million in that company. Wow, in five years, I
2: think 50, 50 million.
1: I haven't made 50 million, period. I haven't made 50 haven't million ride. in my life. Thirty-seven. <laughs> God,
2: watch this though. And Remember time. what I said earlier. <laughs> Okay. Your
0: biggest successes mm-hmm. will lead to your biggest failures. Yeah. Your what, biggest failures will lead to your biggest
2: successes. First things first, we got to stop saying that we've not made $50 million. Because uh, we've
1: already made $50 million.
0: We made,
2: what? We made $50 million. <laughs> Let's go. It's done. There it's, you an, go. It's, in, it's in investments right now. Absolutely tied up in investments, tied up investments that are growing and multiplying every go. day. So by the time we receive it, actually, that 50 is going to be closer to like 80. <laughs> there you go. That's it right there. Words. That's it. Words. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that every single day. Real quick, before I move on, you said something earlier that I'm going to coin as my own. OK, um,
0: <laughs> at least you're telling me.
2: <laughs> motivation and manipulation, the way I wrote it down, are very close together. But you said something much more eloquently than. And I just wanna get it right. Right. I'm giving you no credit at all for this, I but I I'm gonna post this later today, no so I need it right. So you were saying
0: Manipulation is when you motivate someone else to do something for your own benefit.
2: Your benefit.
0: Motivation, inspiration, the right way the right is way. when you're motivating them for their own benefit.
1: Sure. But here's the thing though here's the thing. Okay. That's if. Listen. So manipulation. Okay. Is motivating people for your my own benefit. for self interest. Well, let me let me put a spin on it. Motivation is motivating someone for their own benefit.
2: That's so prolific.
1: <laughs> uh
0: clip that up. You see, on, <laughs> <laughs> you see how we
2: get down on? You see how we get down the social so you, proof so podcast? You got your own.
0: She's got her own okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's all yours now. I
2: love it. I love it. I love it. David, you now so you've gone from Company to company, and every single time, like your grass really has been greener on the Mm -hmm. other side. Mm -hmm. But then there came a time where you decided that it's time for ownership.
1: Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, we're too fast, too fast. mm. Because an environment where in five years you make more than you've made in your entire life, yeah, and an environment where people trust you. And people are growing from you and they're having the success. Listen, JL, shout out to my brother. Um, I saw him not only make a whole bunch more money when he left the situation he was in, but he became just a much better all around person. Person. Like that prolificism that I'm talking about. He's got it.
2: Absolutely. goodness yeah. great the
1: way he frames the conversation is incredible one of the best yeah for sure dressing way better these days
2: <laughs> but it's it's environment because yeah. before before Justin made that decision, he and I became really good friends. and I remember he was in limbo dealing with you know what he was dealing yep. with mm-hmm. and the conversations that Justin and I were having are just not in alignment with the conversations that we have today. Yeah, like he's sure. talking like the homie and we're meeting and we're, you know, trying to figure, we were trying to figure our lives out together. Like what are we <laughs> doing right, here? Right, right. Absolutely. <laughs> and I actually was already in the company and I remember telling him like, you really should take him seriously. Mm. Like, I believe you guys had had a conversation and, then David took like my best friend for me. David took my brother because Justin was like, mm. Justin was that guy at that time. We were like, he was like what you and I have. And then David comes along and he starts talking to all this prolificism, you know, in his ear and he takes him. But Justin now is in the invite. Like he didn't, he wasn't in the environment to be the lion that mm. he is. Yeah. And the Same moment situation. he comes Same under situation. your leadership.
0: Same situation. Wow. Yeah. And you you hit it on the head because you asked the question. I was going to try and avoid it, but you know what? We're here. Social proof. (laughs) Um, Why did I leave? Because, yes, at the time I was still making six figures a week when I Mm -hmm. resigned. All right. (laughs) And it it was just one thing that you have (sighs) to pay attention to are your emotions. Most people think being emotional is a bad thing. It's actually not. We're emotional beings. And your emotions are derived from three things. They're derived from your circumstances, the mood that you're in, and then your relationships. And I'm sorry. If, I'm sorry say it one more time. Yes. Your emotions, Yep. which is part of your soul. Mm-hmm. Your emotions mm-hmm. are part of your soul. They derive from three things that are happening. Yes. One life circumstances of course. two, the mood that you're in mm-hmm. three, your relationships. If the relationship between you and Donnie remain as exciting and loving and challenging, because you guys challenge each other. I mm-hmm. love it. You guys, yeah. if that stays the same, there's the, the, the sky is not the limit. Mm. It's when there's a conflict between individuals that don't get resolved or someone feels a certain way about someone and they internalize it, internalize it, internalize it, and it eventually becomes a cancer. So you have to be very careful who you do business with. Mm. I made the decision, I said to myself, I no longer want to do business with these people. I don't care what I'm walking away from, my emotional state is more valuable than any amount of money. Because mm. money comes and goes. Money is like breathing at this point. Yeah. You can you can make it. You can lose it. That's not that's not my barometer for success anymore. At one point it was, but it's not today. So relationships is one of the big reasons. And in relationship has to do with leadership. I teach something, it's in Think and Grow Rich. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody should read that book, mm-hmm. but read and study the self-confidence formula. Mm-hmm. And it's in the chapter of faith. And number five, which is the last step, at the very beginning it says, no success, no wealth can long endure unless built upon truth and justice. Mm. And if you find yourself in an environment where truth and justice is no longer there, then it's going to fall eventually. And you have to be wise enough and courageous enough to make that decision.
1: What was probably the, in your business today, what was the hardest thing to figure out? And once you figured out, you got excited about it.
3: Um, when When you met me, I was the leader of the team out, you know, um, marketing. Mm-hmm. I became the CEO of the company. So the biggest challenge for me was transitioning from being a leader out, you know, amongst the people to becoming the CEO, the chief executive officer, mm-hmm. right. Dealing with the banking, dealing with the IT Dealing with the whole, the you know, just the corporate business side of it, that was the most difficult challenge for me because I I love being amongst the people. I was really good at what you know what you saw me do, leading people and doing those things, Uh, but but it forced me to sit at my my desk in my office and look at spreadsheets and um, really uh, understand international banking, you know, um, merchant service accounts and. You know the business side of 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 the company that I own. Yeah, and I got I, at some point because I love a challenge. I got really excited about it. Really? Absolutely.
1: Did you ever have a thought of quitting while you're in this process? Maybe not quitting the journey of success, <laughs> but you start building your company. And it's like,
3: <sighs> nah, seen it? no, nah, brother, not once. No, nah, I'm a winner. When when I put these feet on the floor. It's on, Mm. yeah. It's like me thinking today on the way here. Do I should I go? Should I nah? (laughs) When you called me, and I was gonna be here. That's how I do everything. How you do one thing is how you do all things. If I start it, I'm gonna finish it. And what keeps you motivated? I I mean, there's a lot of. I I, I like to eat. I don't ever want to run out of money. People are living longer. My goals, right? You know, I, I want to leave a legacy for my children's children's children. That's what keeps me motivated. Most people lose motivation because they finish the goal. I won't finish my goal until after I'm gone. Hmm. My goal won't be realized till I'm dead and gone.
1: I've never heard anyone say that outside of Martin Luther King. Like, I can't accomplish the goal while I'm living.
3: I will never realize, I will never personally realize my goal. Because my goal is to leave uh, a legacy and an inheritance for my children's children's children. The people that I've set my goal up for, I'll never meet them. Never meet them. I'll never meet them. Dang,
1: <sighs> that's deep. Clap that, that up. That's, that's, <laughs> that's
3: true. That's that's personal for me. I will I will never meet the people that I that I worked for.
1: I've never thought about that because I'm thinking of like my son, my two daughters, my wife. Just making sure, like my focus is teaching and educating them. But I guess I would even teach them. In another way, if my teaching was focused on teaching them how to teach their grandkids.
3: So, so Dave, there's money that I save that no human being alive will ever spend. There's money that's earmarked that I personally save that no human being that is alive will ever spend. It's to be passed on. There's other income that can be spent, right, inheritance, whatever, but there's money earmarked that I personally save that no human being alive should ever spend. Savings is supposed to be what? Saved. And once you spend it, it's no longer savings. So there's money that I save that's earmarked to never be spent.
1: Which goes back to you saying people quit because they've accomplished the goal, but if you set a goal, it can't be accomplished. And you, hit the, you hit the goal,
3: right? Like right now you've got this set on, what, 70 degrees? Mm-hmm. Right? And once it hits 70, it's going to cut off. The thermostat. People's thermostat stops. They set it at, I want to do this. Once they do it, they did it. Yeah. I'll never do it.
1: You have multiple people in your company making a lot of money. Absolutely. Do you have any stats on that?
3: Uh there there are people making anywhere from extra five hundred dollars a month up to a hundred a hundred and five thousand dollars a month. Mm. And you create
1: that like it, it has to you have to feel good Absolutely. knowing that I am responsible for people's
3: livelihood. Dave, I spent I sent out last week uh I sent out the hundred and seventy million of check if that is a term.
1: The 170th. Our Planet Marketing
3: sent out over $170 million in commissions to uh, the people who, who wow. build this company. In commissions. Golly. Yeah. So absolutely, I feel amazing about it because of what I told you about earlier about poverty. As a result, there are single moms and single dads and stay-at-home moms that are able to live more comfortably live in better neighborhoods, put their kids in better schools as a result of, you know, the opportunity that, um, that I created. And absolutely, I feel amazing about it.
1: It's one thing to make $170 million. It's another thing to give it away.
3: Well, not give it away. Well, pay it out. Pay it out. Two different things, though. Mm-hmm. They earned it, through, and, which makes people feel even better about it. If I give you something, right, versus you earn something. That means you have a skill set and you can repeat it. If I give you uh, $10,000, uh, but you get to the point where you have created a skill set where you can earn 80000 a year, 150000 a year, quarter of a million, half a million, million dollars a year. Yeah. Which one? You would, would you want me to give you a million? Or would you want to create a skill set where you can continue to duplicate that and show other people how to do it? Because you have a skill set now.